0: You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah.
1: everybody welcome to the show the spread with Dave Juskow it is week three in the NFL it is week three in September and uh it's gonna be it's our third episode as well everything is in threes today and uh what a great day (laughs) it's a beautiful day in New York City it's uh, one of those great September 11th days, you know, 2001, which was maybe the perfect day ever until that, that, that incident.
2: Oh, what a beautiful opening comment, Mr. Jeskow. Thank you.
1: That's what I like to do. I like to open with September 11th or Holocaust jokes uh, as soon as I open. That's what I do, and that's why nobody's ever heard of me before. What's the one about the lampshade you had before? My name is Dave Jeskow. I'm here with Mr. Jack Pesson, my co-host. And uh, we are also here greeted with our first guest
3: ever. <sighs> Mr. Lee Marakis, everybody. Thank you, David. So honored. So honored to be the first guest. (laughs) Lee Marakis is here for uh, many reasons, because uh,
1: number one, and we'll uh, talk about this in a second, we are both going to the Giants game this weekend, and we are going to tailgate, and Lee and his brother, as we call the Maracai, throw an unbelievable (laughs) tailgate on Sundays, and we're going to talk about that in a second also. Uh, But what we're going to do first is uh, take a phone call. I'm getting the number up. Because uh, this young lady actually won our football pool. As you know, we uh, have a, a football pool, standing football pool. Actually, we have two guests in the audience today, and one of them is also in the football pool for his head, but she's in a different division than what we usually talk about, but she is here with her friend Jackie. So, it's a, well, I mean, what a day. We have our first guest. we got two audience members. I mean, this is unbelievable. And our uh, caller today, who uh, won the football pool and beat out Mandingo 3 which is uh, Lee second place yeah he got second place and uh, we're gonna make the call now hopefully she'll answer
0: Dave Juskal's a big fat idiot
1: <laughs> hey uh, you know I don't appreciate uh, the way you answer your phone but uh, it's ironic because it is Dave Juscow. I'm here on the phone Sarah Silverman everybody calling the spread oh. <laughs> sarah thank you so much i for, can uh,
0: barely hear you
1: really i'm sorry to hear that yeah. but, but you can hear a little bit yeah,
0: i'll do the best i can
1: i know yeah. and i appreciate it um anyway sarah thank you very much for uh, joining the show i mean you won the football pool this week uh we're all very impressed yeah. and uh i mean what i have
0: a new system i have a, yeah
1: yeah what is it what's the system
0: well, my new system is, uh, I pick all the home teams first right away. I, I click on the home team thing and then I go through and I change some of them if, uh, you know, I feel that the spread may change my mind or their, the, what their, uh, record is or what the weather is at the home team's, you know, place or, you know, and then I, I make, I change the various variables, but I, I worked off a base of going with the home team.
1: Uh, I'm so impressed by that. I can't even <laughs> believe it. I mean, I, I can't believe you put... I mean, I always knew that you made your own picks because for years I used to think, you know, back in the day when you, you've been in this pool for so long that I thought Jimmy was making them for you. But you've always sworn that you make them. And now that you actually tell me that you put all this thought into it, I'm, I'm very impressed. And you completely deserve to win <laughs> the pool. But I have to know, what made you take... Your key pick being Tennessee. <laughs> Where did that come from?
0: The the what? Oh, Tennessee? Yeah. Were you uh, playing just, there or something? The I... Their...
3: <laughs> no,
0: I just, um, uh, I go with, when, when something looks like an obvious, sure thing, that's how I go with the key pick. So that, that seemed like a definite win, you know, between the spread and what's between their records and what the spread was over the Cowboys
1: uh, yeah fascinating I
0: don't know, look, I I don't
1: know you know, I'm here with uh, Mandingo 3 who you beat on Monday, you know Lee Marakis, you know, I was able to score him as my first guest
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) and uh, yeah, you really uh, you beat the hell out of him you crushed me
0: yeah, everyone's (laughs) talking about it uh, out here in LA (laughs) that I've got Lee Marakis for an (laughs) in-studio guest I know. It's
1: well, listen. Thank you so much for coming. Can I, can I? can talk about the October Fourth thing because I've seen it online already, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sarah's going to be hosting Saturday Night Live on October Fourth. The second guest of the season. This is very exciting. It's a big comeback for her. I mean, twenty years she was yeah. ago fired from the show, and now back with a vengeance. It's going to be unbelievable. It's Yom Kippur. It's all happening. It's Sarah Silverman. Th- Sarah, thank you so much for calling in.
0: My pleasure. I'll talk to you later, Davey boy. Okay, don't
1: answer the phone like that anymore.
0: I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Oh, okay. Bye. Uh, talk to you later,
1: yeah. Bye. <laughs> Sarah Silverman, everybody. How about that, huh? Wonderful. Our 2nd calling call-in guest. You know, our first guest was David Schechter. That's so that's it's right. a, a big difference. That so, is. That's you know. a bit
2: of a step up.
1: I, You know, I was surprised. I wasn't sure how that was going to go in the sense, I mean, Sarah and I have obviously been friends for many, many years. I mean, so long. And I didn't think she would come in. Did you, did you guys think, you know, Robin, like, did you think she would just start talking about sports? Yeah, yeah I know. I, I thought for sure she was just going to make fun and be like, oh, you know, uh, you know, when I'm making a duty or whatever. I mean, I know that's so <laughs> obvious, but for her to just talk so seriously about sports, like, I was so impressed that she has a complete system for making
3: the picks. She's just not expecting that, right? She looks at the weather <laughs> at the stadium,
2: well, which I like, except you know if she had heard us better, maybe we would have brought up the fact that she stuck with the uh, Vikings after the uh, the, the massacre. In well, Minnesota. again,
1: that was not that she, she picked the Vikings because it's weird cuz she usually picks New England,
2: I would think, right? Whose picks are these? I can't, these are hers. Yeah, Minnesota.
1: Where am I? Oh, you're right.
2: Yeah, surprising. But
1: that that was before these picks were made. Before, before we found out a- about Adrian Peterson. Before
2: AP became an AP yeah. headline.
1: Because I'm trying to think. I don't think. Yeah, we didn't pick Baltimore that day. I don't think she would have done that. You know, she's a big, <laughs> you know, person of women's rights. You know, last week we didn't talk about Ray Rice. But why? Why do we need to now? Now that Adrian Peterson's in the news, all Lee Lee and I were talking. Lee and I used to go to the Nets games. And Jack is a big Nets fan. Yes, I am. And we were just talking, years ago, we used to go when Jason Kidd was hot, and we used to have so much fun, right? Speaking we'll, of uh, women beaters. You, to, you know, make sure you're talking to the mic. You've got
3: to get the kid back to the orphanage. <laughs> it's, we're right here, David.
1: But um, yeah, we used to go to those Nets games, remember, the, the carving station, and uh, <laughs> was that guy's named Calvin? We were That's so right. excited. I
3: remember, yes, the meat carving station by <laughs> the Nets games, where we spent the third quarter. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's when that's when you know we've really made it. You know, we were able to get those good section seats at the Meadowlands.
3: <laughs> yeah, we moved and, our way up in East Rutherford. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then um, I had a, a, a point. No, I don't remember what it was. <laughs>
3: was it about
2: basketball, New Jersey, Not or really. Lee Maracus?
1: It was about Lee mostly. But we used—I know we used to enjoy those uh, Nets games a lot. And I was just thinking, Jack and I over um, last Wednesday, we had switched the podcast date so we could go to the Eagles concert at the Prudential Center. That and, was a hell uh, of a time. Me and my my friend Caitlin and Jack and his his lovely wife came and we all uh, we went immediately. Where, where was the first place we went to? The carving station. That's true. <laughs> it's like yeah, we got the, the platinum seats and <laughs> then
3: get a little more roast beef. <laughs> We're living <please>. old times.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we like it it was great and then we found out that cuz you know, I have a connection to this place and the girl who got me the tickets is, you know, the head of the Prudential Center and she's like you know I was upset because everything was free you know the food and everything it was such a great time and we were just upset cuz we had to pay for the alcohol you know that really gets on my nerves <laughs> and and then she's like well why didn't you just go into the secret room you know and i'm like what what do you mean secret don't pull don't do this to me and uh, she's like, no, seriously, you've never been to the secret room? And I'm like, no, I haven't been to the secret room. <laughs> and the secret room had all the free alcohol and everything we were looking for, and the Jack Daniels and beer. And It was basically you know, like a studio cantaloupe. apartment. Cantaloupe. <laughs> it was a studio
2: apartment with fresh fruit,
1: yeah. cheese. A TV. A TV. Where I could watch uh, America's Got Talent. But then good. I had to turn it off. I had to change the channel. Because I'm like, don't tell me what happened.
2: Now, how close to the uh, encore would you say we made it to the seats uh, outside of the secret room?
1: Well, we missed the entire first half (laughs) because uh, I just wanted to, once we found the secret room, like, let's just stay here. And they didn't blast the music in because I guess they want people to go out to the actual seats. But we don't have time for nonsense. You know, we didn't really care (laughs) for the Eagles. We just wanted to. Sit in the platinum section. <laughs> so, for the second half, we're like, "Well, we should probably go out." And so we went out right. Oh, we went out the first half right at yeah. the end, and the guy goes, "Well, that's our set," and uh, <laughs> you know, Glenn Fry and, and he's like, "But we're going to come back and play a long time after this." So they uh, they went they did just that. We went back for the second half, and we saw all the good Joe Wall stuff. We saw "In the City," yeah. which is like my favorite song, yeah. Ooh. And we saw. Um, well, you cl- know uh, Rocky Mountain High right isn't that what it's called no no that's John Denver isn't Hotel California <laughs> well, we def- well of course we saw that but I but mean the I'm, the talking, big, I'm talking
3: about Joe Walsh songs did you see Life's Been Good
1: yeah yeah and he played Life's Been Good yeah it was that's all good. really really awesome so of course they end with you know they leave and then their encore is Hotel California but what were we going to say
2: the final song was actually right uh, right
1: Desperado Desperado right but, uh, but during Hotel California which everybody's waiting for what are you guys doing our audience members are laughing at <laughs> not us um wonderful anyway
2: uh dave texting is more interesting than uh, apparently in that's while. the
1: way it is it doesn't used to be like that but uh <laughs> anyway uh with uh, hotel california i remember that i was really upset because um everybody just starts using their phones and they just start recording it and they're missing the the show you know, everybody's just recording it so they can play it back later. And I'm like, well, why don't you just look up the video? Why don't you just, watch it, right. yeah, just anyway, watch it? Right. You're live. enjoying it. You're missing right. the whole thing. I, that's why I never like videotaping anything because I'm like, but then I'm missing the live show. I mean, here at a live performance and everybody's recording it. Your wife was guilty of that too. A little I, bit. But I wasn't upset by her because she's young, right? So I was going to, you know, it's like, well, what are you going to do? Because Caitlin was doing it too. And everybody's <laughs> younger than me. But technically, everybody at that concert was the same age as me or older. And quite frankly, i was the skinniest guy there so that made me feel Ooh, pretty good thank you
2: i'll attest to that you, you were looking fit
1: <laughs> yeah and, but then there was this horrible old bag in front of me and she was using her flashlight to to tape yeah so she was showing like you know it was in people's faces and i kept flicking her ear and caitlin was getting angry like she didn't want me because i really wanted to take her phone and throw it down the down the you know whatever well then you the started kick, kicking the back of her seat a little well, bit. well i was get, i mean that's really rude it was i mean you're gonna record whatever but don't use your flash that's completely unacceptable
2: well especially because they keep trying to get you to turn off all your cameras and yeah place. so
1: i mean it's uh, it's just so it really kind of ruined the whole thing for me that particular show ruined it but we did have a good time it was awesome yeah. and the prudential center is a hell of a building. it's a great building you know it's unfortunate that's in newark but what are you gonna do uh. <laughs> yeah,
2: I will say, you know, it was exciting when they say, we're going to come back and play for a really long time. But when you have to go back to Manhattan and you're in the middle of Newark, you're like,
1: eh, doesn't have to be that Or anywhere. Or you <laughs> know, you just want to get out of Newark as fast <laughs> as you can. And uh, so then on Thursday, I actually went down to watch the game at uh, this, you know, heavy, you know, expensive sports bar. I think it was called Ainsworth or something. It's a complete waste of time. And, um, <laughs> you know, I had a couple beers with some friends. We are watching that Baltimore game. And then um, I ordered chicken wings because I can't help myself. You know, Jack and I, we, we love chicken wings. We're in this Now, be specific.
2: The... They were boneless wings. No, they weren't
1: boneless wings. Oh, you said they were boneless. I didn't say they were boneless. So anyway, I, um, I, got the, I ordered the wings. My friends ordered something else. But I saw the wings come by. They looked delicious. So I'm like, I'm going to order wings. And then they were... The sauce was really good. And it was hot and it was spicy. But they were undercooked. And then I had diarrhea. <laughs> Do you know how many you, of your stories end with, and then I had diarrhea? Ironically, you're absolutely right. They do. <laughs> Most of them end that way. But I took the city bike home anyway, mm-hmm. uh, just as because I'm a man, and I knew I could make it home in time.
2: <laughs> must have been a very fluid ride, David.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did feel bad for the person that has bike after. Yes, I was saying, bike after. feel yeah. good for that next rider. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I think about all the time. I usually wipe off the seat before I get there, because who knows what anybody's doing over there. But, <laughs> so, I mean, you think bikers are pretty fit, you know, but... You don't know how many chicken wings have gone down you know, before you take that bike home. You, you don't know, know
2: how many middle-aged guys are taking the city bike back? I know
1: exactly how <laughs> many middle-aged guys. I look it up online all the time, so I'm good with that.
3: After 30 chicken wings. But Lee, let's B- boneless though. No, boneless. no, they
1: were at boneless. Then uh, Monday night I had boneless oh, that's wings. What it I, on Monday I the boneless. so confusing. I'm mixing so, up. Dave's if I menu
3: schedule here.
2: This is uh, Jack.
1: Please, I mean, if I go, <laughs> everybody knows the story. If I go home and watch the game on Monday nights, I have the boneless wings. If I'm out at a bar, I have the the boned wings. Uh, what would you call them? Bone with, bone the boned, bone bone in. Boned Wait, in bone in bone in. in yeah.
2: yeah. Thank yeah. you, Jack. <laughs> See, Lee and I are a little bit more sophisticated than you, David. Bone in awesome
1: (laughs) oh man that chick Julie is totally awesome I was
2: Spicoli making a second Uh, well actually I was doing
1: Nicolas Cage in Valley Girl I think I don't know where that came from sounded
2: like Nicolas Cage in that vampire movie he made years ago
1: Vampire's Kiss Uh, yeah Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. that's all you have to do (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know who I want to always do is Damone but now speaking of which I just want to say also Lee and I go into the tailgate now, you just came back from the tailgate this past Sunday. You went to the Giants game, the horrible Giants game. Horrible. I, of but course, a great tailgate. I picked Arizona because I had a feeling this was going to happen. I didn't even know Carson Palmer was out. That's even sadder for the Giants. And, and then no matter what we say about the Giants, it couldn't have ended worse than the way the Jets game ended. However, we expect that. You you're all Super Bowl happy. You're God. like, oh, but the Giants went two Super Bowl. The Jets. We expect that to happen to you know tie up the game and then, oh, we call the timeout, but we forgot that you guys were going to score a touchdown. That was
2: the most botched, disgusting way I've ever seen the Jets lose. No, and it's, it's been a lot, not. It's been a lot of ways,
1: it's fifty years of nonsense. That's like the least <laughs> botched way. They've botched so many different. The fake spike fake is probably spike. you can't. The butt fumble. The butt (laughs) fumble. (laughs) Butt fumble. Exactly. So the Jets stink. And and when I saw that touchdown, I just stood there because I'm like, it's going to be called back for some reason. Something's going to happen. I never thought it would be that. But, um, yeah, that sucks. So, anyway, we're going back to the Giants. I'm going with you today, this uh, week to the tailgate. The Maracai throw an unbelievable tailgate. (laughs) They really do it up. Your brother Jay has a bar, which I'm putting on – what, it's a Dave com, yes, right? Dave I'm putting spot. a picture yeah. of last year's bar. What it's not an inflatable bar. What is it? Exactly? I know we got lost in hurricane Sandy and you bought a new one. <laughs> that was the first, your brother's apartment got flooded by hurricane Sandy. Yeah, so Everything was awful. wiped out. The first purchase they made, we got to get that
3: giants bar. <laughs> I <have no> <laughs> was that a FEMA
2: purchase or
3: was that a, uh... <laughs> we're still waiting for the FEMA money. Uh, we have put in for that. Um, no, it's just, it's a portable bar. Made of plastic that, you know, puts together, but it's three levels. Um, <laughs> it comes with a giant's umbrella. Very cool. On top, a little sun umbrella. And and chairs.
2: And Dave made it sound a little bit like a bouncy castle when he first explained it to me. <laughs> that's that the way would, I think. That of
1: would be it. Dave. That's, <laughs> what, that's what Dave does at well, those events. Remember last time I was there, we stocked the bar with all these bottles of liquor. And then the wind blew it over, and they all broke. <laughs> and that was after your brother made me go get some drink I had never heard of before, some tea drink. What is that? Firestorm? Or? Well, we had
3: some on Sunday. Uh, Linov. I believe it's called Jeremiah Weed. Right,
1: Jeremiah Weed, and I couldn't it's find that, so I found tea, the vodka. next. I went, last year at this time, I went to like 10 liquor stores and looked for them. Like, I can't find it. And I found the next best thing, and I bought two bottles, and they both blew over and the wind (laughs) it was so embarrassing for all
3: of us and then the people in the parking lot are like oh then they feel sad for us which is the end to many other just how stories too (laughs) and then i had diarrhea
1: (laughs) 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 but that was but you do throw an amazing tailgate now tell us what we have going for this week with the food what do i need to bring I know you're bringing. Tell them, Tell me about the food you were trying to tell me before. I said no. Save it. Save, save it for the pocket. Save it, this save sounds it. unbelievable.
3: Um, well, first we oh, first let's talk about the tailgate before we talk about the food. We yes. have a few na- ads to the tailgate since you've been there last oh. year, Dave. So, we, well, we have the bar. Um, we also have a tent that we put up. But this year, we've actually have a monitor, a like 50 inch TV screen oh. with a stand. How about that? And um, we have a sling box. <laughs> Fantastic. so we, we actually watch all the ESPN pregame
1: oh well we could go watch that it. or we could watch Harry Potter 7 we while we're waiting to go in <laughs> hello <laughs> right or or not
3: Dave wants you to bring
2: some DVDs and some musicals
3: if you can Can you get right. Family on? The, oh, what sorry. is the movie you used to watch in your car all the time oh Notting you? Hill that's it
1: that's what I'm I expecting. told you not to bring that up <laughs> I specifically said never bring up Notting Hill when I'm on the air <laughs> I watch Notting Hill all the time in my car. I have a DVD player in my front seat. I know I shouldn't be watching it while I'm driving, but uh, yeah, you know how it is. Someone You're may high have as a kite. You want to just relax a little? Oh, actually, it's getting worse th- as I. Uh, <laughs> I don't watch the Gilmore Girls in but he the car. Could, but I he could. I've seen all the episodes already.
2: But you were really excited. Every episode came out on Netflix this week of Gilmore Girls.
1: I don't care. I'm through with that show. I'm done with it. I've watched all I need to watch of it, and I've moved on. But um, can we get ABC Family on that uh, screen? Or uh, Because there's a couple. Of, anyway, you, we can watch
3: Pretty Little Liars. Or, you know? Technically, yes, we can.
1: Okay, great. Anyway, so tell me about the food now. Oh, no. Well, first of all, I just want you to know, I get there at, like... Eight in the morning. I get there like an hour and a half before you guys get there. And I just sit and read the paper like an old man.
3: <laughs> when, so when And I get Jeff. that
1: box of Joe from Dunkin' Donuts. And I just listen to the radio. And I don't know why. Because we know I love the parking lots. We keep talking about it. Like, I yes. can't get
3: enough time the Man's love the of asphalt. lots.
2: Now, Lee, you've been there for ass. a long time.
3: What, what, what is oh, this asphalt.
2: infatuation with parking lots that <laughs> he has?
3: I don't know. But I have this, <laughs> this great memory. When we used to have Jets tickets. Um, Juskow would say at about 1 o'clock or whatever game time, you guys go in. I'll, I'll come in. the <laughs> seats. We go in. We watch the first half. We come out. This is when the stadium used to have these outdoor spirals that you could walk to. And we'd walk out, and we'd look over. <laughs> hey, there's Juskow still sitting, <laughs> sitting in a paper? beach chair reading the paper <laughs> <laughs> at 2.30 in the afternoon with these seagulls, the seagulls hovering around him because <laughs> all the food had been left over from <laughs> – Tailgates. And then it, right, because you
1: if you saw me from like a like if it was in a movie, you would see me with like a telescope or something, and then you would see me batting the seagulls with my newspaper. <laughs> Get out of here. It was like a horrible experience. Why doesn't he just come in? I don't know. He loves it out there. So yes, totally. So, about so the food. So the yeah. food.
3: So the food. Um, we are bringing in the JustCow special. We did not have this last week, but I, I don't know if you're aware of this, Jack. The I know um, what JustCow's favorite food at a tailgate is the um, shrimp ring. Thank you, purchase. Yeah.
1: I know you hate it. That's why I think I still bring it now, just because I know the you hate it. the key food shrimp <laughs> ring. Exactly. We, okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, I
3: can't help it. So we're going to start out with um, with some steak and eggs. Really? In the nice. morning. Oh, yes. that sounds amazing. So we'll have that. But what's nice is we the steak we get is Porterhouse that we get from. Um, My mouth is open. A yeah. p- can, can I, I say, say not the place? Skimping. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We get it from a place called Ben and Jack Steaks, which is a Peter Luger spinoff. Oh. And they're wonderful about just giving us uh, a bunch, so we'll have a f- bunch of those steaks. Fantastic. But they also, we also get Canadian bacon, those the steakhouse, oh. those really thick Canadian bacon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm doing so, the Homer Simpson with my mouth drooling right. right now. Literally. So we'll have the porterhouse with the eggs. Um, second course will be some Canadian bacon. Right. So light. You're going to lighten we'll, it up. For lighten the second it up. Course. Second course. Then we um, we get a whole bunch of scallops, and we cook them up in some. Garlic butter. Oh,
2: oh my wow.
3: God. Yeah, you didn't do that last year. That, that sounds is, unbelievable. That is new. That this is new, new.
1: David. Oh,
2: David, this is I new. Can't
3: wait. I just can't wait. Now, so um, excited. We, let me see what else we had. Oh, we added as a... We naturally don't have vegetables or fruit in any of this. <laughs> but as a Why side, would we need that? Exactly. As a side dish, uh, we had some hash browns. Oh, nice. wow. Also from the steak place. So we're almost doing like so a Wolfgang's, gr- kind of Peter Luger's evening at the... At the tailgate, uh, yes, I exactly love it. in the parking lot. This is nice. So we're doing that. And then I was going to ask you, what else would you like?
1: I, I don't know how to top that. I don't know. Maybe um, some cereal, <laughs> or you know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, melon, cantaloupe. Uh, <laughs>
2: you only get cereal. I, if you know. go I up usually into just that, drink uh,
1: beer, and obviously, oh, and then you always make me do those shotguns, which <laughs> I you don't film it this time. He fill, you know, when you do the shotgunning, pre- you Manly. put the pen in the the hole and it always spills all. I, c- I'm sorry that I can't uh, get a bunch of liquid in the back of my throat so easy as you can. Um, he's good at it. I can't. They always make fun of me because it splatters all over me, and they make me try it, and I don't like it.
2: That guy last night said that things always splatter all over you, and it's fine with you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i know he said that but i think it was in jest um <laughs> i know that's a true story but seriously um but you will be doing those too and um i will be filming it and i will be sending it to you on monday oh, morning fantastic. normally there you go. normally i just do michael cain the entire time the tailgate because he they have the benches on the bar so i sit there and do michael cain at the bar as if you know lee is the bartender and i'm just talking now lee now listen i want to tell you i'm when when i used to go to a tailgate, for soccer on the west side of London. I don't even know what I'm saying because I'm so drunk.
2: It sounds, <laughs> like it, you're just... it sounds like you're in Noises Off right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I just try and... Uh, I, I I just do it nonstop. But the best was that one time I was doing it and those two guys, I guess... I don't know whether they were next to us or whether they were friends you bought, like maybe some former clients. Lee's a very important man. And they were like... Uh, are you doing Michael Caine? That's right. They immediately, <laughs> they immediately got it. I couldn't have been happier. It was the greatest day of my life. And speaking of, of which, last night, Jack and I yes. uh, did Tom Papa, is a, who's a wonderful comedian. He did a live broadcast for a serious radio show, um, like an old-fashioned radio play.
2: A radio play. Very cool. And he cool.
1: asked me to... He, this is the text. He says would you mind doing Michael Caine doing Pink Floyd's Another Brick in the Wall? And I said, would I mind? That's what you're gonna... Would I mind? Is it my birthday? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't mind. Can, what, when can I start? I'll do it right now for you.
2: And, and Dave, you got a standing O, man. You did. I, yeah.
1: It went, well. it went well. It went well. I was went, nervous because, you know, we also job. had to improvise, and I'm not good at that. Like, he's like, so, Michael, what are you doing here? Uh, I, yeah. Uh, uh, era. Oh yeah, then I it couldn't was good. Get the you came off like then. you were
3: drunk, and you uh, trailed off. <laughs> well, that so was a, um, yeah, yeah, so I was. At the last tailgate, though, at last year's tailgate, um, Dave did a uh, Michael Caine right into Spader. Perhaps you'd like to do that again.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I can do it right in, but I always do the. Uh, I can do Michael Caine into Blacklist Spader. I think you could do that. Now, now listen, now Lee. <laughs> Now, Lee, I just want you to say, I want you to tell you, I'm getting all mixed up, I want to tell you that your husband is a mass murderer. I can't, I don't know, it's not going to work on it. Lizzie, I'm telling you, the FBI is now working for me. Is that good? That's really good. <laughs> right. And if
2: everyone could just see the visual of your well, that's Kyle McLaughlin Twin Peaks uh, coffee sipping.
1: I know. But... Um, The uh, so Tom was very nice, and we had a great show. We did a a couple of radio plays. It was me, Colin Quinn, Rachel Feinstein, Jim Norton, Kurt Metzger. Um, it was a great, fun night at the Village Underground, and um, it was a great show. I guess it's on his uh, you know, his podcast or something, but um, it was really fun. I think he's gonna let me do Spader next time, which is because Colin always says, Do Spader, you know, like in front of everybody (laughs) while I'm doing Michael Caine. That's the bit. He's like, So. You know, he's a loose cannon, that Colin Quinn, a loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's, a, he's a, a a fun boy. He's a very nice gentleman, and uh, we we had a lovely time. And, uh, yeah, that was super fun. So um, let me just go over. First of all, Lee's a big fan of College Game Day, and last week they were in North Dakota, <laughs> North Dakota Fungo. State, which is so funny. Yeah, that's the second year in a row they were in North Dakota. But it's really funny. I told you, I love when Lee Corso comes out. This time he came out with the Bison and um, that's always funny. But uh, <laughs> I'll go over my picks. We're running out of time in this uh, segment. But I must talk about, before we leave this part of the segment, the pendulum pick. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, yeah. the pendulum pick. My friend Irene, once again, 2-0. Oh, the pendulum right. pick. She has a pendulum. I'm telling the, the girls in the audience. She has a pendulum. She, I give her the game. I say, the Bills or the Dolphins? Who's it going to be? And she comes back and she goes, I'll tell you tomorrow what the pendulum, what she says. She calls the pendulum machine. she. She said the Bills. She said, I'm checking again. I'll call you tomorrow. Make sure she says definitely the Bills. I'm watching the Bills game. I can't believe it. Every time Miami comes back to kind of get close, the Bills score again. And I'm making this face like in Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. When, um, who, who's it, uh, Chuck, Uh, you know, uh, the the Marvin Be- it's Marvin Berry. Your, your cousin, cousin Marvin. Marvin Berry, right? <laughs> Chuck, it's your cousin Marvin Berry, right? And what that guy Marvin Berry when I uh, when he goes and Michael J. Fox is playing the guitar yeah, yeah. at first he's walking up he goes this is for all you lovers outside and he sees Michael J. Fox just playing and he makes this face like a like a, a shrug shoulder like huh, I guess this is how about this guy that's what I was doing I was making this face like huh, like uh, look at these bills the pendulum pick I can't believe it because I'm I'm just always fascinated so this week ladies and gentlemen I gave her the game it's a it's a one point spread. It's the Lions and the Packers, and the pendulum picks, the Detroit Lions. Look at this. Can we go 3-0? And if we do go 3-0, and this week, I'm betting $200 on it because I'm upping it because that's the kiss of death for me. Again, I was even last week. I, uh, again, I lost my parlay, which was uh, horrible. <laughs> uh, I had the Falcons, the Seahawks, and the Jacks. Seahawks. What was that all about, that was right? was disgrace. And I lost every one of those. My six-team college bet, I only lost one game. Get out of here. And that was a plus 41 and a half point spread. <laughs>
2: now, was this spelling I eagles? I got
1: everything correct. That was spelling eagles. Yeah. I got everything right, except for one. But I won the pendulum pick, so I'm still at $1,000.
2: And if you want to see Dave's gimmick bets, go to www.davejuska.blogspot.com.
1: That's right. And this week, um, I'm going to raise the pendulum bet I'm, this week, we're spelling out Giants because Lee and I go into the tailgate. And you can see the picks. I, I mean, personally
2: I, think it should have been Maracay, but uh, <laughs> uh, Giants will well, we we can still
1: too much. switch, can we? Yeah, but that's like a like nine, uh, nine team tease. You'd be betting on Moorhead uh, State. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this week, uh, just as a, a teaser, I know I got Rutgers again, but I have uh, the California Golden Bears for the G. Nice. The Illinois, you know, the fight Illinois or Illinois. Yeah, you pronounce that the right way. <laughs> The Auburn Tigers, the North Carolina Tar Heels, the Clemson Tigers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And the Clemson Tigers at plus 30 and a half against Florida State, who will be without... Winston, what's his name? James Winston? Uh, Jamison Winston. Jamison, they'll be without him for the first half. Something happened.
2: We just have to point out, I won't go into it, but brilliant guy. You should go read some of the stuff he's uh, done and written lately. Jamison Winston. Uh, Are you joking? Yes. Oh, did he <laughs> did he rape anybody? or? No, he's just done he a, just a, a number he, of questionable uh, activities.
1: Like what? What I happened? Mean, it, it just looks like he's... At this a, point, we're all expecting him. Did, did he hit a puppy this time? I, or?
2: He's, he's doing, a, it was one of those uh, college impropriety Things where he's uh, basically acting like a pro already while he's still in college.
1: Thanks for being vague about that. All right, not tell me what, what are we going to be? He's going to come as here. The report was. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> whatever the case may be. That's uh, that is our football segment of the show. We got to move on to the television portion. So let's play the theme music for our halfway point. with you. It's a chilly website morning here in September, the uh, the podcast studio set up Uh I can't help it but to do that voice once I hear that music. Uh,
2: Every time you say that, I want to say, and don't forget your booties because it's cold. Outside. <laughs> right from
1: Groundhog Day? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I guess we should play the uh, I Got You, Babe. Uh, no, just right. go for it all. Also, uh, just one last thing about the football. Um, I always take the section out of the post where these guys who get paid to make bets the wildcat <laughs> this this tool who uh you know he picked the 49ers over the bears wrong he pitched the pa- the Patriots Vikings over 49 and a half wrong he gets paid he was wrong on everything I did a five team tease spelling out the Eagles I missed one <laughs> so screw
2: you that's a wildcat now
1: today as you know the second half of our show Mr. Maracas and audience members we go through the network television lineup, uh, even though nobody's watching network television anymore. Uh, <laughs> that I am probably the last person left. But we go through their lineup, and today we're going day by day. This is our third week, and today we're picking uh, Tuesdays. So we're going through the Tuesday lineup. Oh, would you guys like a copy? Yeah, I have another one. Thank you, David. So, uh, and we have, uh, you know, this, I mean, this is... I I just love every minute of it. I can't get enough. Obviously, Jack and I are waiting next week. We are so excited because our favorite new show of the season. Yes. We can't we're not getting to it today. It's driving no. me crazy. No. The Mysteries of Laura. <laughs> I mean, I can't I I, I uh, I'm like dying. It's airing tonight for some reason. It's supposed to air September 24th. The first, it's supposed to be next week, but for some reason it's airing tonight. They like up to, they're like, We got to get this show out. Everybody's so excited. And what did you tell me yesterday about the thing in the subway? I told you
2: I read it. Well, oh, oh, in the subway. Uh, the graffiti artists in New York have taken a real uh, liking to the mysteries of Laura. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just, Deborah Messing has been made over into like Hitler, a Ku Klux Klan member. But what
1: was the thing that the guy said? Didn't you tell me it oh, was that Kristen last night? Oh, the review. No, it
2: was the review. I told you I no, read
1: it. No, 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 no. Oh, last Kristen night we were that. with uh, my friend Kristen and she told us. That on one of the posters by where she lives, uh, it said, I work on the show and Deborah Messing is a horrible human being. Now, I've never seen that on a subway poster ever. That's like somebody who seriously, like, it just makes so much sense that it's real.
2: Yeah, but doesn't it kind of inspire you to just kind of go write things on uh, posters you don't work for?
1: No. (laughs) but uh she was on the today show today being interviewed by matt lauer and she's like i just read this script and i'm like yes and then they showed a clip and i'm like no (laughs) i mean it is it oh i mean jack we've already said we're giving it two episodes tops Tops. possibly on the star power of whatever that is of deborah messing and i'm quoting star power maybe a month and then he's like asking he goes do you, you know is this character a lot like grace adler from will and grace well and then they showed like how it is like which are you not expect i thought this was a crime drama yeah but i still add hilarity to it like she's eating uh soup over like a dead victim (laughs) like she's you know which is apparently hilarious and um then she also sings in the car and, and then she solves crimes. Just but we're talking about that line. next week, but I'm going to watch it. I taped it. I didn't even want to watch it, but I, I must, right? I set I it must. to
2: tape tonight. I preempted something to set it to tape tonight. I did too. And I do just have to say early review score from IGN.com. It was the lowest rated show I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, I read a review in Entertainment Weekly today, and they didn't even rate it. Wow. Yeah, they just gave up. Wow. I guess they were trying to be polite in case you know they (laughs) can do an exclusive with Deborah Messing on her next show. God, that is a horrible show. The post is horrible. All right, let's move on. Yes. Now, Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights, we're going to start with ABC. Now, last year, ABC had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at 8 p.m., which I watch. I watch every episode. I don't know why. It's just okay.
2: I watched the first few. I didn't get into it, and I like Marvel. I just... I I don't know. I kept
1: watching. I, I don't know why. But this year, they're moving to a new show. It's a sitcom. They're going to replace it with two sitcoms. First one is called Selfie. You might have seen some posters for it. It's with the ridiculously hot girl from Doctor Who. Everybody knows I do watch Doctor Who. And this girl <laughs> was on it. She's like got a thick Scottish accent, but I guess she's... You know how I hate when people you do the American accents. Remember we were oh, talking yeah, about that last yeah, yeah. week. Yeah. It's totally unfair you know, uh, why can't I dress up like a Chinese guy? And be like, oh, so. Because technically, if they're saying that this is how America sound, that's a little racist too, isn't it? All these British and Scottish people are coming over and they're, they're taking our work.
2: Yeah, I pointed out. They're not like, citizens. Well, you know, it, I just hate. When Charlie Chan comes back on the air, I think you're. Uh, oh, my God. I, I want right to actually there. do that. I want to do Charlie Chan. They used to use an American guy <laughs> or,
1: you know, to play. To play Charlie Chan, right? And he yeah, would dress up and be like, I right. saw, "Ah, so, ah, Miss ah, yeah."
2: Yes, I believe that was uh, that was Mister Magoo's sidekick. Se- se- segregated United States, I think you're going. But right. anyway,
1: this show selfie. It's like a, a, a My Fair Lady. Now we love reading the descriptions on these things. Um, here it is because they're always hilarious. <laughs> Using a premise similar to Pygmalion and My Fair Lady, the series will follow the life of Eliza Dooley. Because, you know, it's Eliza Doolittle and My Fair Lady. (laughs) A woman obsessed with becoming famous through the use of social media. Fascinating. Great premise already. And including the use of Instagram and taking selfies. (gasps)
2: Get out of here.
1: Until she realizes that she needs to actually find people that she can be friends with physically instead of friend them online. (laughs) This sounds great. Um, It continues. This... (laughs) prompts Eliza to hire Henry Higginbottom, you know, instead of Henry Higgins, who, as you know, I love Rex Harrison. Of course. Because why can't the English teach their children how to speak? No, we just don't remember. It's always the half singing, the (laughs) half talking. It's my favorite. I know he did it two weeks ago. I can't help it. A marketing self-image guru who is left with the task of rebranding Eliza's image in the hopes to show her that there is more to life out there than just playing Candy Crush Saga. Well, actually, that I disagree with. Um, And connecting. This sounds horrible. It sounds horrible. Now, this girl is hot. So am I going to watch it? Of course I am. John Cho from Harold and Kumar is nice. He's okay. I got no problems with him. I also heard that, um, I don't know, I, Natasha Henridge, they say, is going to be on it. She's way hot still. Who, uh, from, uh, from a species? species? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. About that. So,
1: I don't know. I mean, I like bad sitcoms. Everybody knows this. I talked about it last week. I like old-fashioned bad sitcoms. I think I watched all seven seasons with Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> I was the one that kept... You did too? I was the one that kept it on the, the air. Do you know the song? Do you know the song? No, but I know his first name was Lynn.
2: Streaks <laughs> on the china never <laughs> mattered before.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, well done. Oh, splendid. Oh, that is good. Anyway, um, I have this... I think I said it was going to last... Um, I'm always like, I still print out papers because I'm old. Um, Jack, he could I, have like nine iPads
2: in front of him here, but he's going to go with papers matter. on I top like of it. the iPads.
1: All right. I picked it to go four episodes. I think that's fair. I think it's going to go longer. Could only be. I mean, they're really promoting it, but it sounds awful, right? I mean, it does, right? I'm not crazy. Mostly, every show sounds kind of. Okay, awful. well, here's another awful one. That <laughs> there's no way it could last. I picked this one, canceled in a month. I said. Uh, which I guess is four episodes. It's called Manhattan Love Story.
2: Now, this I'm not too familiar with. Who, who's in this
1: one? All right. It's a, a romantic comedy. No, oh, lovely. Uh, I have no idea who's in it. I mean, I see who's in it, but I don't recognize the names. And, um, okay, here's the synopsis. The series will chronicle the journey of a new couple and the questions they are actually thinking about from the moment they begin a relationship. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's wow. going to be amazing. <laughs> So I think what it is, is we get to hear their thoughts. (gasps) Like, so if they're like being romantic in a car, I'd be like, I wonder if he's going to kiss me. Oh, my God. Oh,
2: wow. That's so Because Seinfeld
1: never did anything like that or anything like that. I totally
2: wasn't just thinking about Seinfeld. I know. I
1: I actually used to hate when Seinfeld used to do that. It used to actually bother me. (laughs) Uh, It bothers me when they have the voice. Except when Keith Hernandez did it, then it was funny. (laughs) I'm Keith Hernandez. I should be able to make any move. So that's their plan. They're moving Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. over to uh, 9 p.m., and then they're replacing that in the winter break with the show called Ancient Carter, which we'll talk about in the uh, winter, which is a spinoff of Marvel. That looks like a bag of crap as well. I'm throwing my stuff on the floor when I'm finished because I hate it. And then there's a new show that they had to replace. At 10 o'clock, they tried three different shows last season. ABC did. Lucky 7,
2: which oh, that was, was the a- lowest
1: fall prime ratings in history
2: that was gas station attendants winning the lottery that's, together that's
1: right seven gas station <laughs> attendants win the lottery i don't understand what happened there killer women which oh. was sophia vargas's oh vergara vergara oh i'm bad thank you <laughs> thank you for being here jack and mind games two brothers who run a problem solving firm that employs i can't read my own handwriting. I feel
2: like Chris Slater was in that. No, no, was no. He was on
1: something else. Just like <laughs> you're absolutely right. So they're replacing it with this show called Forever. Now, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Are you listening? Have you sat down? Have you had enough to eat? All right. Because what wait, do you hear this description?
2: Morgan Filterfish, please.
1: Doctor Henry Morgan, who's that guy who plays uh, Dr. Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four? I can't pronounce his name. British guy. I think he's Scottish again. Oh or something. yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. yeah. New York City, star medical examiner, okay? (laughs) Did you hear what I just said? New York City, star medical examiner. You know, I'm friends with the actual star medical examiner in this city, and you probably, it's Lee Marakis, and he's actually, (laughs) who the hell, is there really a star medical examiner? Okay, he doesn't just study the dead to solve criminal cases. He does it to solve the mystery of his own inexplicable in, did I say that right? Inexplicable you immortality. You ready for this? Every time he dies, he returns to life a few hours later, emerging from a nearby body of water, completely naked. <laughs> that is the premise. Of, yeah, you're looking at the the girls are looking at me in bewilderment because they think I've doctored this somehow. Somebody was in somebody's office. Again, we have to reference the player, yes. the graduate Part two. <laughs> they did that as a joke. Somebody went into the office like, but there's a twist. Every time he dies, he comes back naked. In water. Now, this guy's good-looking enough where, you know, maybe if you're a girl, like, I like when he comes back naked, you know. So, But uh, what, what was my prediction on this one? Um, canceled by spring. So I gave it some time. Half season. Gave it a half season. All right. Let's move on to... Uh, C, C, no CBS yes CBS is sticking with the 12th season of NCIS why wouldn't they it's the highest rated show on television and then they're going to replace C, NCIS Los Angeles move that to Mondays with N, NCIS New Orleans
2: and New Orleans is starring I a mean it's impossible good actor
1: oh right our favorite actor because uh he's a friend of mine his he's name great. is uh Scott Bakula
2: and you had left him a. I left him message, a message,
1: and when you call his machine, it says, "Hey, it's Scott. Leave me a message, and I'll call you back." You <laughs> <laughs> How are you? <laughs> so I'm at the comedy cellar tonight. Um, well, we don't really need to say what it is. We know what it is. I guess it's uh, NCIS stuff. I mean, In I, no I assume is. it's going to last. Definitely a season. There's no way it's not going to last a season, because. Uh, because all the NCIS shows get a chance because they're they're just they're a powerhouse, um, just like CI, uh, CSI. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. after that is um, Person of Interest, which is starting its uh, fourth season.
2: I'm a huge fan of that show. It's a great. Oh, show. you are? Yeah, it's a great show. Um, one of the shows that films here in
1: uh, New York. Right, because I auditioned for that. I told you, Madam Secretary, right. Person of Interest, and right. The Good Wife, and The Good Wife. All in one day, and ask me how that went again. How'd that go? Not well. (laughs) The CW is going to have um, what I'm completely looking forward to is The Flash. This
2: is exciting.
1: I like superhero shows. I like Arrow. I can't help it. This is the way I am. Did you know they're melding the universes of the two shows together? Uh, No, I didn't know that. Yes, they are. (laughs) But I was looking forward to this. I didn't like the 90s version. I've always... The Flash is my favorite superhero. (laughs) Um, that's the way it is. I well, can't help it. That's why you it.
2: like the movie Ted so much.
1: Well, no, that's Flash Gordon. <laughs> oh, You're okay. mixing up your genres. <laughs> and he was a New York Jets quarterback. Flash Gordon. Do you ever see the movie? Flash Gordon. Remember with oh, Queen? Right. He was. He yeah, was yeah, a New, New, York New York Jets, Jets quarterback. This yeah. <laughs> is the only thing that makes sense. You know, in the movie that it's like, of course they picked the New York Jets quarterback to be in this god awful movie, which is still, you know. Legendary in a way, and they totally got that in Ted the movie, oh, which is 100%. our favorite movie. It's and they you they're filming Ted too. That's right, which very exciting. But uh, we know what the Flash is about. He um, gets into an accident. He has superhuman speed, and I can't wait. So, whatever, that's me. I think it's going to. I think all those CW shows end up lasting quite a bit of time. They have a fan base, so it'll definitely last a season. And then they got Supernatural starting season ten. Season that ten thing will not die. It's a, a true powerhouse. I've never seen an episode. All I know, And the reason why is because when I used to watch Smallville, which was a, the Superman series, those guys would always be like, hey, it's Jensen Ankles. It's an all-new supernatural coming. And when they would say it like that, I'd be like, I'm not watching that show. I hate those guys. Hey. And it's that guy from the Gilmore Girls. It was the other guy. So technically, I wanted to watch, but I was like, no. I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. <laughs> so then we move um, over to Fox, who has a new show called Utopia. I've been watching it utopia got the worst ratings in television history it really did uh like two weeks ago so i'm i think that's being canceled as we're speaking it's gonna stay
2: on it's an expensive reality show is that right you it really think stay. it will
1: yeah. but the ratings are horrid
2: i think they're gonna get better and even out a little bit because uh you got some uh some interesting stuff there. the
1: series follows a cast of 15 men and women who are placed in isolation and filmed 24 hours a day for one year how is that different than big brother
2: um well they they have to uh build a society Oh that's scratch. right.
1: So it's like a, what is it Lord of the Flies or yes, something like that? Basically it's stupid. It's stupid. And you know what it's replacing? What's that? Glee. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lee is still on. I don't know. I Did they cancel it yet, finally, because it's just not working anymore? I started watching a couple, and I'm not going to lie to you, it got too gay for me. got too gay. <laughs> That's
2: fair. Uh, you It wasn't
1: working. And I like show tunes. Everybody knows this. You got a limit. It just it, it went to, yeah. And plus, they took out their teacher. Who um, and now it sounds like I really am gay. I'm <laughs> like, and he was amazing. But he's such a he's such a major talent. I don't know if you saw him at the Tonys. Well, no, it got too gay. You know, listen to me. It got too gay. But I don't know whether you guys saw the Tonys where he was on and he just did a routine by himself. Oh my god, that was amazing. But he's a real talent. The teacher. I don't know his name. Matt something or other. You know his name? I can't I don't know his name. And and he never got to do anything every week and then he left the show.
2: What on uh, on Clee. Oh, on Matthew Morrison.
1: Matthew Morrison. He's yeah, a major you know. talent and I like that kind of stuff and uh, but it's a stupid show.
2: Yeah, it is. It went downhill.
1: And uh so Fox then uh the new girl, which is I just saw the season premiere yesterday. So did I. What would you think? I liked it. I thought, I thought it was okay. I liked Jessica Biel, actually. I thought she was good. She did a really good job. She did job. a good job. I don't really care for her. And she did a great job.
2: Well, that's because she was playing like a kind of version of herself that you would picture.
1: Oh, you think so? Yeah. I, I don't know what she's so. like in real life. Did Her and Justin Timberlake, they, they're not getting married, right? I don't know. They were, and then it got canceled, I think. They together. If Rachel was here, she'd know what to do. <laughs> and then the Mindy Project is staying on, you know, because uh, uh, no, I've that never is, seen it. I can't watch but it. But
2: the, the numbers are so low, it's fascinating. Oh, are they? Yeah, that, that stays on. It's I don't know.
1: It seems to be popular. Remarkable. Probably with the young kids. Uh,
2: the core audience. It
1: doesn't work for me, I guess. But um, I guess Fox is pretty happy with that programming, and I guess the new girl is so popular it follows up, and it does okay. So yeah. NBC is keeping uh, The Voice, of course, because that's big.
2: Going strong.
1: And then they have a new show at 9 o'clock called Marry Me. Now, where is my stuff on that? I think I have it somewhere. I don't know where it is, but it looks horrible. I know, I, I know I'll find it later. Oh, wait, here it is. Here it is. Marry Me. Okay, this is with Casey Wilson. She, she used to will- be on Saturday Night yeah. Live. Yeah. And her husband, I think, created it. David Caspi. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. Okay. It's loose. Okay. So it's, it's loosely based on their recent marriage. Okay. Yeah, so already it's not good. Because <laughs> unless their marriage is like where they fight crimes, you know, then I'm not sure where this is going. It's funny that they think, our marriage is so hilarious, we have to do this show. (laughs) The series follows what happens to longtime couple Annie and Jake when their deeply committed relationship turns into a long and bumpy ride on the way to the altar after the question of, will you marry me, is popped. This is amazing. This is great. After six years together, Jake botches his marriage proposal to Annie, so they hold off trying to get engaged until they can do it right. (laughs) <laughs> Faced with proposals gone awry and a string of other unfortunate coincidences, Annie and Jake find themselves destined to be together, whether they can get it together or not. So that's just horrible. Is there any show that's going to make it this year? If We like, we only like so far the superhero ones, because we know those make it. This sounds awful. It sounds like everything we've always heard. And, um, it, and it's like the, this is like the joke that I've – this is – Exactly like my thing what I've been talking about for years, my John Adams show, which, <laughs> which I did a version of it called The Forefathers. And the, the, the premise was that I would I play this character. I have all these uh, sitcoms that I did back in the 70s where the networks would come to me and ask me for specific things. In 1974, the network came to me and asked me to do a show for the Bicentennial that was coming up in 1976. So I came up with this idea called The Forefathers, which is John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and Ben Franklin, you know, all together at the Congress, and they're writing the Declaration of Independence. But And it's going to be signed on a live broadcast on July 4th, 1976. So we have to stall the signing of the Declaration for two years in the show. And, you know, stuff just happens to it. Like one year, Jefferson accidentally smokes it. Um, uh, you know, a midget sits on it. Uh, We put Chinese food, you know, we rip it up into confetti for New Year's by accident. Something always happens to the declaration so the show can continue. This is the plot that they just said. Something always happens when he's about to propose. (laughs) You know, either he falls in the mud and it's not right. I mean, they they just did what I just told you. And mine was a joke. This woman came to NBC and said, now I have a show for you. Now, it's loosely based on us. I can't imagine them going in there and be like, aren't we hilarious together? Look at us. Look <laughs> at me and my husband. I mean, we are hilarious. And this is what happened to us. He was going to propose and then he didn't propose. And then I was like, are you going to propose or what? And I'm like, we should do this show.
2: I feel like selfie Manhattan love story and marry me are They're basically the like the same thing.
1: Nobody has an original idea anymore. Nah, that's it. I mean, even the superhero ones aren't original. You know, I mean, Gotham might be... That's been getting amazing reviews. We talked about that last week. That's the prequel to Batman. That's a little boy, And it does look good, but it's still based on old material. I mean, I don't think we've seen anything that's new. But we all know that. And that's why I like talking about the networks, because the networks are losing bad. And probably in, you know, 10 years, there will be no networks. Because uh, you want to have a segment on this show. I do about stuff that I don't know about cable... Do you have a pick this week for binge watching? I do. What was I binge?
2: Uh, oh, well, actually, okay, it's a throwback though. My binge watch of the week, available every episode on Netflix. Some good weirdness. Twin Peaks. Oh, my classic. binge watch of the week.
1: I actually, I actually uh, have a song that I wrote when Twin Peaks came out. Like a, uh, I wanna fall in love. Was that Chris Isaac? I think it was. But <laughs> yes. I made. Uh, uh, like a parody song about it. I must have it somewhere. I should bring it in. You should. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was a great show. And you know what I'd like to see is apparently there was a movie that just ended it. Like they made, in for Europe, they made like a two hour movie that told you who killed Laura Palmer. But in the T V series they let it go like under the dome where it just went and then it started getting bad. They
2: released a prequel movie at the end of uh, No 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 that's oh, something not, else. That's some, completely something some, else. That's
1: Firewalk with me. Yeah, get out of this here. This was when the show came out as a series here yeah. in Europe, they just made a movie and they told you who killed Laura Palmer. <laughs> and here they dragged it out for twenty two episodes and then another twenty two and then it just was like, Oh my god, this is horrible. Like by season three it's 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 horrible. It's a bizarre. Did they show. even make it to season three? I don't even know, but it was it just no, it, t- it was was got a, bad. But that first season or Outstanding, yes, it was. It really was fun, but I don't know if it holds up. Are you saying it does? I'm say if you're a David Lynch fan, it definitely holds up. All right, well, that's what we were checking. Um, I guess, uh, I guess that's the end of our show today, is it? Did I cover everything? I know we uh, we have extra time because uh, we had some technical difficulties. Here's my let me just see if I covered everything. Oh, yeah, you know what I did Sunday? I just want to say this. What's that? I'm trying to have a new regimen on Sunday where I, you know, get out of the house. You know, I get depressed on Sundays because I watch, you know, 14 hours of football. So now I'm trying not to do that. With the Red Zone channel, I can usually get in three big hours with no commercials. And then, um, you know, so I went down at 8 in the morning and I went down to the Staten Island Ferry and I rode the city bike all the way back home, listening to Mike Francesa.
2: Oh, that's right. I don't
1: know why I like it. You know I like listening to the car and the tailgates, Lee. Um... And then I watched some football. Yeah. I went to the gym and I went out for dinner. It's an all new Dave Juskow. Now, like here I
2: told you it is the autumn. The autumn of Juskow. of Juskow.
1: However, this weekend, this Sunday, it's going to be completely different. I'm waking up at 8 in the morning. I'm going to get the box of Joe from Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I'm going to drive to the parking lot. I'm going to sit and read the paper. <laughs> I will crack my first beer at around 9. <laughs> I'll crack my 20th beer at around three or two. No, probably, uh, I'm pretty wasted by then. I will not go into the giant state. I mean, I'll go into the stadium. I mean, Lee, you can vouch for me on this, right? I can go into the stadium. We go into the clubhouse section. I don't go to the
3: seats. He does not go to the seats. And I sit
1: in the wine bar. I don't drink wine. And I take whatever food they have. You know how sometimes they have chicken pot pie? I <laughs> eat about 10 of those. Because I'm never hungry at the tailgate. You have that delicious food. I don't know why, but I'm so messed up. And then I leave at halftime. And this coming
2: from a Sutton Place snob. That is just... Hey!
1: <laughs> I like leaving at halftime. I, I, I like to avoid the crowds that's why i never bring anybody i was telling that girl maybe i'm like oh maybe you can come and then i'm like thinking and then i'm probably gonna stay for the whole game (laughs) i like to be in the bath by four o'clock they watch the games get all that grit off of me it just and i was like glee got too gay for me (laughs) well that's our uh show for today and uh i think it was a pretty good one thanks to my guest lee maracas my first guest ever Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Jack. I really appreciate you coming. Lee came all the way from Washington, D.C. today just to do the show. He busted his ass together. I really do appreciate it, and I can't wait to hang out with you on Sunday. I'm very excited. My, my in-house guests, Frizzhead, Robin, and Jackie, thank you so much for being our first audience members. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your texting. And um, that's right, and I went there. <laughs> and of course, the lovely and talented Mr. Jack Pesson, as always, bailing me out of a lot of Rough situations sometimes, and, and working the uh, the important electronic stuff here at the stand up labs. We will see you next week on a, an all new Rosh Hashanah version <laughs> <laughs> of uh, The Spread with Dave Juska. We'll see you next time. <laughs>